Welcome back, brand new episode, but I don't know though. Your co-host here, Avery Mason. I'm with uh, Mr. Phil Hunt, and uh, we are live. You know, got his mic on. Hey, we live in here, man. Can I be heard? You can be heard. Mic check one two one two. Yeah, we can hear you, man. You know what's funny about uh, testing? What they call it? Uh, not audition. What do they call that shit? Rehearsal, rehearsal, pre-show. Yeah. What is it? Is another word for it? What is it called? Sound check. Sound, sound check. check. Sound yeah. Check. Is you ever have to do it with like singers and just oh. seeing how unimportant our art is? Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> for singers, I, I did something, some sort of show with singers. Oh, the Apollo. Mm. When I did the amateur night there, and. You know, singers were mic check. Okay, I got to do a backflip over here, and I want to land right here, but I need to make sure the mic doesn't cut out when I do my backflip. <laughs> and you, as a comic, just kind of come up and go, "Hey, hey, uh, what's going on? Check. Uh, Y'all hear me in the back? What check, if I what if uh, I stand here? How come? Okay. You ever notice? Uh, how come women? Uh, you ever you hey, ever notice? Go. Uh, all at once, ladies, say dick. Hold on. Clap. Now, now, how come you ladies let dick come out your mouth, but you won't let it go in? <laughs> and then the person's like, wait, is that what you're going to be doing tonight? Yeah. And then, yeah, I, I remember one person just goes, well, you could do a joke. Oh. And I'm like, no, there's no one out there. Like, why would I want to? Yeah. And then Well, you, you should have done a knock-knock joke to really... Throw them off. Oh, you ain't here joking. Yeah, knock, knock. Who's there? Me, me, who? So me yeah, and you. Poets, they have their concern. They're like, all right, everybody snap. That's funny. What I feel is, like you can't really practice laughing. What, is it, what does a comedian sound check sound like? Clap it off if you... Clap it up if you... How many of y'all got bad credit? Bad credit. Some of y'all can't clap. Because you in here with somebody with bad credit. Yeah, that sound check sound good? Now, give us a little more. Uh, Where are all the ladies who... Where all the ladies? You just practice all the all the purposes. All the ladies who, who coochie don't stink. Wrap <laughs> it up. It's been a it's been an interesting week. Um, this week has been an interesting week. The week of what week are we in? Let me just. I don't want to. You know, I've been I've been saying the wrong date on stage. I, I like last week. It was on Saturday. I did the show, and I was like, "All right, y'all, it's payday. It's Friday." The whole audience was like, "It's Saturday." So I don't know if I'm getting enough sleep, but um, mm-hmm. this is the week of October 10th through the 16th. Today is actually the 15th that we're recording this, but big story. Um, and I wanted to get a hot take from you on it. It's Chappelle's mm-hmm. special. Now, I think we did touch on it a little bit last week, but I don't think enough people had watched it for us to talk about it. But I did watch it. First thoughts for me was that it was great. I don't think it was as funny as my favorite one, which was Killing Him Softly. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one was more... Somebody had said it's like a comedy TED Talk. And I was like, it did feel that way. Because well, it started off, uh, got to a point, and then he kind of... It was like one quarter of the special was this, and then three quarters of the special was about this one... If you believe that comedians are modern-day philosophers, then by that standard, it is a great special. Mm-hmm. My argument is always like... I hate when people say that TED Talk things. I think it's like, well, like TED Talks, that, like that works to me for a bad comedian. But it's like, how many years has Chappelle made you laugh for? That it's like, okay, 
maybe this wasn't as funny as killing him softly, but it didn't need to be. And also, he's 50 years old almost, so it's like, yeah, he's almost 50, you know. Who sounds like they sounded when they were 20 at 50? So we can't bash people for not growing as artists mm -hmm. and then bash him for growing. And when you think about his age, think about the fact that Dick Gregory is gone, rest in peace. You know, he became an activist. And, I mean, his comedy was never really... Uh, the silly type. I mean, his one of my favorite jokes of all time is Dick Gregory being like, uh, I think he has a joke where he says, and don't quote me, this isn't verbatim, but basically, he sat down at a lunch counter, and if there was a sign, uh, the guy said to him, we don't serve niggas. And he said, good, because I want some chicken. <laughs> and it's like, that's a great joke. So yeah. that was more of pushing back on the, you know, black people not being allowed inside businesses. So even I felt like with Dick Gregory's comedy, he, he was doing activism mm -hmm. and making you think with making you laugh. And I think that's all Chappelle is doing. Paul well, Mooney's gone as well. Rest in, peace. Yeah, rest in peace. So Chappelle now is the elder state. Well, for me, it wasn't really a criticism. It was just, you know, I'm just comparing them. So I was like, well, I would like this one. Not this, this, uh, the closer was great. But just for me, you know, my taste, I like killing him softly. But a lot of people were on top of him about this because they all felt like it was it, it, it was comedy, but it just felt like he was telling a story. And spoiler alert, if you haven't watched The Closer yet, stop listening to us. Go watch The Closer and then come back and hear the rest of this conversation. I don't know what I said next week, but if, if I already said it, forgive me, but it was like Endgame. Yeah. was for Marvel Universe of tying Iron Man together with Spider-Man with, you know, Infinity Wars and all that stuff together. So it felt like, yeah, like he did not a trilogy, but uh, uh, whatever six is, you know, if you yeah. count the special he did on YouTube for Netflix. Oh, well, it wasn't really a, originally planned, but the oh. one about racism and all that stuff of like, if you watch, I think it's Equanimity. Yeah. Or is it the Bird Revelation where he just sits and talks at the comedy it was store? Two, it was two Bird parts. Revelation. Bird Revelation. I think it's that was the first one. Where he just yeah. really went in on Me Too and really broke it down for you about like, well, yeah, of course the men are guilty, but some of these women are guilty too, and everyone needs to come forward about how what they could have done better. It's just funny that when those specials came out, he did have hot takes on those topics, but there was no move to like cancel him mm -hmm. or really push back. But... This particular one, and I already warned y'all, stop listening, go watch it and come back. He talks about the LGBTQ community, more specifically transgenders. And he had a, you know, he told a story about a transgender comedian that he let open for him at a show and she bombed, like bad. And then she went to the crowd, sat in the front row and started having conversations with Chappelle throughout the rest of his set. And Chappelle was like, that was some of the funniest stuff. And I mean... Who was I talking about with it earlier that it's like, okay, just it feels like mixed messages, right? Mm -hmm. So let's, let me go ahead and put this here. This thought here can uh -huh. rest in peace here. It can be buried here. Mm -hmm. um, Is it going to get you canceled here? I don't believe in that shit. In black men in America, we've been canceled. It's, what is mass incarceration? That's being canceled. <laughs> so it's like, whatever. I survived that. I'll survive this. Are oh, you incarcerated? So, no, tell but, me, you, but that's what I'm trying to say. But they, I, I, they, I, I, they tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me, at every turn, they're trying. Damn, we ain't get him in there yet. Survive this, survive that. Boom, child support up, suspended license. Bam, guess what? Who's the least employed person? 
black men who 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 will go to jail if they don't pay child support. So it's like boom. Guess what? Gotcha at every turn. Mass incarceration. Now you want to talk about you know decriminalizing weed when guess who's lock, locked up over weed? Mm-hmm. Nonviolent crimes and now you know. Oh, heroin should be decriminalized. These people have problems. But when it was black soldiers coming back from Vietnam, anyway. Yeah. So you. So what I wanted to say was this week the mixed messages. So on one hand you got these people protesting Chappelle, and uh, I've seen a lot of um, what? How do I say? LGBT members of their community saying they feel like his jokes were encouraging violence. Right now, in the same time, we got this week news of. Bisexual Spider-Man or Superman. Superboy. So super, Superman's bisexual now, right? I thought his son was bisexual. It doesn't matter. Right. It's Superman. It's in the universe of Superman. Super Superman, Superboy, Super whoever. So what's going to happen now? Now, I'm fine with that, right? But how are you in the same breath telling me Chappelle's jokes ca- cause violence, but now I get to watch Lex Luthor choke a bisexual Spider-Man or Superman? Which one do you think would encourage violence? So it's like you're talking out of both sides of your face. Part of me thinks that's not an attempt for them to be inclusive, but I also feel like, what does that do for the story? Are you doing it to move a story forward, or are you doing it just to be like, well, we have this character? Well, so it's we all fake, so I don't really care. Mm-hmm. But then there's a level of, like I said, you can't tell me this black guy telling jokes is encouraging violence mm-hmm. and then show me violence against a bisexual I'll, Superman and then go, that's not encouraging violence. I don't know if it is. No, that's, that's, all, that's, all, that's all I'm saying comics is, well, but it's the same difference. It's Lex, jokes. Lex Luthor, it's has never, Lex Luthor, in fairness, has never liked Superman in any form. Uh, boy, man, steel. Well, Chappelle isn't violent. So here's what I see. I'm not disagreeing with you. What I'm saying is, I don't. People who say stuff like that about Chappelle, I don't. I didn't see any of that. And granted, I am not a part of that community, so I don't know what would trigger them. But at the same time, I'm 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 a grown man. I've been through a lot. I seen. A, I watched this whole special. Never once did I hear anything about encouraging violence. I did use a few choice words that I didn't know what they were because I'm not woke like that. But I said it's encouraging violence. Something so, called a t- so, he said he said some joke and he said, yeah, I'm, I'm like these Karens. I'm a turf. And I was like, I've heard that. What does that you mean? You gotta really be on the internet to see that. That's that, Basically what that means is if you're a guy that feels like trans men are cutting the line on women. And my whole life, I will say, you know, mama said, you know, you got three sisters. Be nice to your sisters. Pull out, hold out the door, pull out the chair. And my dad, you know, would call. He's a military dude. He'd be stationed overseas. He would call. You taking care of your mama? My mama never called and said, are you taking care of your father? <laughs> so I'm saying that to say women are held or regarded as a special class in my mind. Yeah, VIPs. So, exactly, VIPs. So then to have now a trans man show up and be like, I'm in front of this line and I'm the same as them. It's like, nah, you could defend yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not that you should have to, Yeah. but it's a level of like, we got to worry about these women. We haven't even done right by these women. So to that point, you know, now seeing a lot of Netflix employees protest and two of them went on strike or whatever, but you say, Monique asked y'all to protest and to strike, and you couldn't. Not one. 
But now that you, it's yeah. your community being pointed at or slighted, you feel like well, that's what it's time to protest and to walk yeah, out. One of the so parts, they're proving Chappelle's point. One of the parts of the special that really resonated with me was when he was like, "Listen, I'm I'm a black man and I'm jealous. I'm jealous of y'all because you know people can make fun of us and say all these things and, and nothing I can do about it. But the minute someone starts talking about your community, all of a and sudden forget making fun of you." People, like I said, mass incarceration. People have done things to us. Yeah. So it's a level of like, yeah, jealousy. And I couldn't describe that feeling. So I thank Chappelle for just putting into words how I felt. And you know, me, it doesn't take much to cancel me. I'm broke. He's rich. It's going to be hard to touch him. Yeah, well, I just like the fact that Netflix is kind of standing behind. Like, look, humor comes in all forms. If y'all don't like what he's saying, that's fine, but he's entitled to his opinion. There's a lot of things on Netflix that I, uh, that people have said co- comedians have made jokes that I don't like at all, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to kill nobody's right to say what it is. In addition, it's humor. It's comedy. Some of it. All right? A lot of it is true feelings, but Although I felt it was a little preachy, I will say it was it was it was deep. It was uh, it was heartfelt. It, I, I know you're laughing, but I'm I'm serious, man. Like when he was like, "Yo, she went up to the roof and jumped off, and he was mm-hmm. like, "That was that was the most ga- that was real bad shit. That's the real gangster bad shit." Yeah, it's like fuck you all see y'all. The humor in that and understand that you hated her when you she was alive for support. Sure, did. and nobody was supporting her. He's got a trust fund set up for the daughter. So all of this really becomes about who do we agree with? And I, I asked that question about the baby because the baby's brother had committed suicide. You know, the baby shot the guy in Walmart, as Dave Chappelle talked about. The baby beat up, uh, what was the rapper's name? Cam Coldheart. He's bloody on the camera. I mean, blood pouring I remember out of that. I remember that. People just shared it and were like, the baby. <laughs> Isn't yeah. he wild? But you as... still booked him on your festival. Yes, they did. He said one thing about LGBT or that they the felt HIV, like it was. Because yeah. he really said something about HIV. Yeah, he did. And then they no. framed it oh. as he's talking about gay people. Anyway, all that stuff. And they would no one ever concerned for his mental health. So the same with Dave Chappelle's friend that he was referring to, Daphne, I believe, the trans yeah. person on the special that Dave was referencing. But then there was even, I think I explained on this podcast a while ago about, um, in reference to the baby, the girl, um, what was her name? She was a porn star. What was her name? And she committed suicide. They, oh. they simply asked her on Twitter, hey, here's a list of guys you should work with in porn, which is, you know, I know you're here's about. a list of basically of guys you should let bang you. And she replied, you know, I don't work with guys who've done gay porn. And I, that's a thing in their world, you know, mm-hmm. her body, her choice. But they bullied her into she committed suicide. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I thought it was pretty sad. And um, let me think of her name here before. I but, but that's the same thing that happened to uh, after being bullied on Twitter. So what's what's like, the comic's name? The trans comic. What was, what was her her name? name was August Ames. This porn star. No, she's the, not trans. So hold on. No, 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 the, I'm catching them up to okay, where you go ahead, are. Go ahead. Her name was August Ames, folks. Google her and uh, not in front of anybody because she's gonna have some feelings. She's gonna have an erection. <laughs> but August Ames, yeah, she just told them, hey, respectfully. I don't work with guys who do gay porn. There is a higher chance for 
STD. STD, HIV kind of thing because it's a real, you know, that, that's about blood more than it is gay, but people try to frame it as anti-gay where it's like, no, anal sex yeah. leads to well, this, <laughs> blood. There's this, blood. This is what happened, Daphne, I was saying, this is what happened to Daphne, Daphne when she, Chappelle's she, friend. when Chappelle did the last special and he had a picture of her and she came out in support of him. Yeah, it's finished. We're going to need to re-up. She came out in support of him. This community that was supposed to stand with her and support her and be proud of the accomplishments all turned on her, or a good number did, and she got all this hate online. And amazingly, someone... I mean, I'm, I'm different. I don't... Internet stuff is not real to me, so I don't feel like... That's what Chappelle said during the special. Yeah. They said something. They canceled me on Twitter, but I don't give a fuck. That's not a real place. Yeah, so... <laughs> But unfortunately for Daphne, she's reading all these comments of these people in her community. They're like, you're a traitor, you're, 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 you're a stan, whatever. And that was too much, and she went and killed herself. So now, fast forward to now, we have these office employees getting ready to stage a walkout. Now, talking about this with another comedian who will remain nameless, he was like, people are really offended? Really? How many trans employees do they have in Netflix? You can count them on your hand. It's Netflix, so I'm going to guess a lot because they're trying to... They're trying to whenever you flag one of their shows as being um, anti, they can go, we employ several people here. So supporting us is supporting trans. And that's where we have to get to as a people. If we care about mental health, it has to be about everyone's mental health. Mm-hmm. It can't just be about the pe- people that we agree with. True. It's like you have to care. I care about the vaccine, the vaccinated people's mental health and the unvaccinated of like, I want all y'all to be I, you know, we all in this is one or we not, but sit still for these jokes. And like I said earlier, if I can listen, if I can watch bisexual Superman be slammed into walls by Lex Luthor, then I can listen to Dave Chappelle make jokes about it. You're violent because you're violent. It has nothing to do with programs and TV. Christopher Columbus shouts out to him because it was just recently him a shout out? Christopher Columbus Day. Colonizer? That shall be now known as what? In- Indigenous, Indigenous People's, People's Day. Day. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he didn't watch Netflix once. Mm. And that motherfucker came over here and killed all of the Native Americans or tried to mm-hmm. with the common cold. Hilarious. So yeah. Yeah, I just felt like I understand this. It ain't programmed. No, I understand it's it's, it's born in someone that you come out with that. It's got nothing to do with TV watching. But I also understand that people are upset about it. There's, you know, there are protests. They want to get it pulled. There was a worker went into some meeting. Now, I don't want y'all thinking this worker went into this meeting and busted a door open in the middle of this conference. It was a Zoom meeting that she was not invited to. This trans employee, she showed up at the Zoom meeting. And they suspended her because she did that, not because of her stance against uh, Chappelle. Uh-huh. Secondly, this walkout that's going to happen, it's great and all that, but they already said they're not taking it off. So what is this walkout to do? Is this to give more light to you and maybe make your star bigger so you can seem like you know, you're this big trans activist and give you some more followers? Or what? Here's a hot take for me, Phil. This is what my theory is, okay? Okay. It's the Matrix, Follow me. The Matrix has been promoting this story on all of our timelines and all our feeds. Okay. When, from, when, from when the worker, whoever controls this Matrix, that, that's the internet, all right? Gotcha. When that worker first got suspended, they tried to frame the story as so she got suspended for her beliefs 
on Chappelle. It wasn't until right until the headlines. You, right, you gotta read the you article. gotta read the article to find out it was the because headlines make it sound like they got suspended right. for protesting Dave Chappelle or not nope. agreeing with it. It was showing up but to in a actuality, meeting. they got suspended for showing up to a meeting, a Zoom meeting they were not they weren't invited, invited to. to, and that's what they got suspended for. Then it became oh, you got. Uh, employee who took stance against Chappelle gets reinstated after, but they they frame it a certain way. So now you got this protest, and I really don't think that many people are upset about this. But I mean, I'm sure they're upset, but not upset to the point where like God is dominating their lives. You mean to tell me there are trans men and women out there who are more worried about Dave Chappelle than fucking paying rent or COVID? You know, I don't I don't think so. I don't think that at all. I think that the Matrix is controlling this news feed and keep putting this in our face to try to get people to get upset and keep it in the story. But it's a non-story. Chappelle said he's not, at the end of the special, he said he is not talking about LGBTQ anything again. Mm-hmm. And people, th- that's not even mentioned. It's like he said, I'm not talking about this again. This is the last special. I'm going to talk about this. And they forget that, you know, he walked off of, what, $50 million? $50 million. He talked from, about from that. From Comedy Central. Sure did. Because he couldn't figure out, are y'all like he thought for a long time that they were laughing with him. They're laughing when at in him. actuality they were laughing at him, and he figured that out and got ahead of it and quit. Now, what's funny about that is what you just said. Him basically saying, "All right, LGBT, I've done about three specials about you, and I see now you you can't tell. You are exactly where I was when I left." Mm-hmm. But what I don't think people get that don't like the special is that they were okay when he was mocking crackheads yeah, and rappers, black and rappers and Rick James, who yeah. was on crack at a time, mm-hmm. got arrested for Brilliant. locking a woman in a hotel room with him and making her Make smoke, her coke. you guessed it, crack. crack. Yeah. So it's like come to grips with the fact that you were laughing at Black people at crackheads because yeah, that was the perception. He made, he made that of comparison. Yeah. crack. But when we start talking heroin, opioid addicts now decriminalize it. Make don't send them to jail. Send them to rehab. And what is the color of these new heroin opioid addicts? These oxycotton addicts, white yeah. and suburban. So race changes everything. That he's pointing at the fact of if you had a problem with this, but didn't have a problem with that, yeah. Yeah, that's because you exactly. <laughs> don't see black people as being human. Yeah, that's the and that's the larger conversation yeah. that I'd like to have. Even as I say, hey, you're an employee. You're upset. You weren't upset when Monique said what she said. Yeah. You didn't stand with Monique. You didn't walk out of Netflix then. Women need support. Like that's black what women. Black women and need support. Yeah. Where was this employee then? We don't know if they were even working there. Oh my, that's, that's my point. Chappelle made the point, and I agree with it. It's like, how come you can be okay with all of this stuff, but then the minute somebody talks about your community, no, 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 stop. You are transphobic and all these things. And he told him, stop punching down on us. Stop punching down on us. And he's right. Stop punching down. Yeah, especially after you saw what Fury did to Wilder recently. Oh my God. You, you want to talk about like, that? Stop thing? punching down on my people, brother. He knocked his ass out. What's wrong out. with that big, strong-ass, Viking-looking-ass white guy? He knocked his ass out. Ooh. That was like hard. I mean, to be fair, Wilder did better than he did the previous two times. He, he knocked 
they Fury do down enough. twice too. They do good enough. I'm tell but you that right Fury now. Just, but Fury's got a weight advantage on Wilder. Not much. Not much. Not much. That not shit much. Maybe like maybe like eight to maybe eight ten pounds. Maybe not much. It's enough to make a difference. There's a reason they don't let you know but, heavyweights well, fight lightweights. But you're a fighter, or you were an MMA fighter. So talk talk a little bit about that, maybe. Well, weight does make a difference. Uh, I was explaining to someone recently. I used to uh, spar with some of the the main fighters at the the school. Shout out to Brooklyn Mixed Martial Arts. I would spar with their fighters because I was bigger and I could take a little bit more punishment. And what would happen is they would explain to me when I first started, he was like, you only be afraid about getting hit because the weight class you are versus the weight class they are, while they're pro, they can hit you. They're not going to knock you out. It depends... Like ah, on the weight, right? They're not so, using their weight right, to their advantage, it, but an actual trained fighter is using their weight to their right. advantage. They Should, know how to aim their feet and all that stuff. Sugar Ray Leonard could have fought. Let's who's a big heavyweight? Uh, Lennox Lewis. Mm-hmm. Sugar Ray could have fought Lennox Lewis and beat him, but he would have never knocked out Lennox Lewis. He could have hit him with mm-hmm. everything he had, and the reason for that is weight. The and weight, he's the weight, faster, you, so he yeah. could have dodged more of Lennox's. Mm-hmm. Tyson couldn't dodge that jab. No, well, Tyson wouldn't. But I'm saying is, even if Sugar Ray fought Tyson, he couldn't beat him. No, no. He he'd beat him. He'd have to beat him on punches he alone. Could probably maybe outlast him. Yeah, and, yeah. And out he, quick him. But. He, he'd win on punches alone, but he's not knocking him out. Because right. you can't, as hard as he could hit, as hard as he could hit, as much weight or muscle he put on a punch, he won't knock out Tyson because of weight. His weight adds to your punches. So that's why I was able to spar with these guys. And they were hitting me. I mean, they were hitting me hard. But like I like it wasn't enough to really... Knocked me out, but I'm sure if I was their weight or their height, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd have problems taking that kind of punishment. So yeah, shout out to uh, Tyson Wilder. Fury for winning. Fury. Uh, Wilder, you need to be a man. You took an L. He wanted to shake your hand. You told him you couldn't respect him. You can't. Ooh, respect Wilder him. said that. Ty- yeah, Wilder said that. He went to him. You didn't see after no. the after the fight. He went up to him and said, "This was a classic. This Fury was a classic." Kinda- Gave him the yeah, he give him like, a brother, good fight. And Wilder, go watch the footage. They got it on tape. He said, I, I'm not shaking your hand. I don't respect you. He so said, he, he said, so don't. He is a, um, Fury was like, don't be like loser. that. Yeah. He, Fury, Tyson, Literally. Tyson, Tyson, I is black and he's mad. Hilarious. Tyson Fury was like, don't be like that. That's we had, crazy. And that's facts. We had given a classic. us three classes. It was a classic. This and you was, claim the closest in the first one was by decision. Yeah. Second one. Yeah, that motherfucker not. licked your neck, dog. Sure did. I was just proud that he didn't get his neck licked again. I, that would have charged me up. You licking my neck, you disrespect. I would have fired and you. You had a whole pandemic to sit at home and really marinate and stew on the fact that not he, only did Tyson Fury whoop your but ass, but he licked your he neck. He licked your bloody, sweaty neck. Because <laughs> he was pounding and you don't super eat. paws, because that sounds like a whole other type of movie. That is. <laughs> but. Yeah, he licked his, at least he didn't get his neck licked. So in Lil Boosie's eyes, Wilder Lil won. Crying. Yeah, <laughs> nah, yeah but let that man lick your neck again, didn't he? He did that, and he came to give him props after the fight. Good fight. You gave me, he said, you gave me hell. You gave me hell. You gave me good as I That's got. That's crazy. And he still said to him, I can't shake your hand. I don't respect you. He beat you two out of three times, bro. If you don't respect him, you want to whoop your ass a fourth time, you better be cool. You got to be cool with people that can whoop your ass. What, what's that joke that Kevin Hart said? Mm-hmm. Hey, man, you better stop messing with me. I'm going to call Kevin. Hey, uh, give me the garbage. I'll take it out myself. Don't don't call Kevin. I'll just, you, you just, you want to get his ass beat again. 
So shout out to crazy. A sore loser, like don't be man. There's plenty of people that done lost, but they respect is monumental. I I didn't like the whole like people taking the angle of you made fun of Wilder losing. You a coon. No, no. We laughed at Shikari ass coming in ninth after talking all that shit. So we can laugh at Wilder's ass. I'm an equal opportunity uh, basher. So yeah, Phil bashes everyone. I'm you. You know what? I bash you, but I respect you. Go look at his. I I would never act like I couldn't be. I could beat Wilder. Wilder is great at fighting everybody except Tyson Fury. Hilarious. You know, and and that motherfucker's got the perfect last name. I'm never fighting a motherfucker named Fury. That's your real last name? Well, you made that up. He's got a lot of anger. He does everything furious. Fury means uh, wild and angry. Mm -hmm. So I'm not fighting, you know, Usain Bolt. That you go, Bolt? That's your real last name? Well, you made that shit up. He had to be fast with that last name. I'm not fighting nobody named Bolt. Can you imagine a 300-pound Usain Bolt? People be like, yo, change your name. I'm not racing nobody named Bolt. Fuck that. That's not fighting nobody named Fury. About fighting nobody named Fury. He does everything yeah, furious. Bro, he, eats, he eats angry. He shits Don't angry. Fuck. He, Ain't no shame in losing to a man named Fury. He fucks angry. But you know angry. when I really know he lost was when black people started being like, he he worked full jobs to support his daughter. Show me the pay stubs, nigga. Ain't no nigga that ain't Jamaican or Hispanic work four jobs. Show me the pay stubs. You just make trying to make me feel sorry for him, which in turn makes it even more. Uh, I can't. Funny. I can't. He's a, I like the dude. He's six foot nine. He's a professional fighter. That's how he makes his living. I can't feel sorry for him. Man, when he you just got this. He heard sweet home Alabama. <laughs> he, he, yo, he hit that canvas hard. And you know what? You can't really tell watching it on TV, but notice that. After that last knockdown, the ref stopped it. Like he, it wasn't like he waited no standing eight count. He took that punch and went down. The ref was like, "Nah, you good? That's it. So he over. survived to the eleventh round, man. It was a good goddamn fight. So yeah, and, and, and I'm very disappointed. I didn't know Wilder did re- basically refused the handshake. Now, you could say he was punch drunk. Because he did in the and you see, yeah, maybe that was the CTE, the brain damage. Maybe he didn't know where the fuck he was or but, who was trying to shake his hand. You take a whooping like that and you tell somebody you don't respect them. That means you want another fight and you want to get your ass whooped again. How many whoopings you going to take before you respect him? What's he got to do? And that's the thing. Just Sometimes you got to just bow out and go, you know what? You're the better man. You're better than me at this fight thing. I mean, did you see and this? that's the thing I love about sports is you can throw all the racism. You can throw all the misogyny, all the whatever, the, uh, the homophobia. Yeah. To the side, you the better fighter, you the better basketball player. Take that shit to you the know, court. He, that's what that's you the beautiful Madison part about court. sports. It's, it's not about race. Tyson Fury's the better fighter, man. As a black man, I have to sit here after three fights and go, he's the better fighter. The hey, first one was us. a decision. Uh, the second one was a knockout, and that the third was a fight. One was a that knockout. second one was a good. So, that was, was a good. That was a good boxing match. Too, that second one, that was a good. Best right. the three, really the motherfucker only owe you two out of three tries. Two Pretty much. One, you lose in basketball. Yeah. You're not beating Michael Jordan. Well, there was a three belt. Games in a row. Well, I feel That's like the there, was, there was a belt on the line. And also, uh, Deontay Wilder had a point about, you know, the fight. Say, hey, man, you know, I'm you owe me one more. Like Now, back to the weight advantage we were talking about. 
39 pounds heavier, Fury. So, you know. Okay, yeah, that's that's a big difference. You're not People that's big boned have been walking around with all sorts of unearned confidence all week. Hilarious. Flabs over ass is what the streets are saying. Yeah, what you not, think? That's not what the Flabs say. over ass. Really? Look uh, at Fury. That motherfucker out of shape like hell, dog. He's in shape enough to knock out somebody like you. That's you all know? you gotta be, but that's what I'm saying. The wiz- the weight, you know, it gives that advantage. Yeah. And like you're saying, particularly to those who know how to use their weight and leverage that. Yeah. So y'all might want to quit making fun of Lizzo. She might drop she might your ass out drop somebody. the streets. Well, so, okay, so, right. So while I'm, I'm going to talk about this and give you a chance to give us some more uh, liquid because I put too much alcohol in, uh, in my spirits. Today's Friday uh, co-host is Tito's with some pineapple juice and some vermouth. We can't quite pronounce that no, one right little, there. It's a little moldy. bit of, We're basically making martinis here as we sit, you know. So we need some more juice, but this uh, this next you story. You need less juice. No, I need Speaking more juice. Speaking of I need more juice. juice. <laughs> hilarious. What is the song, Juice is on the Loose? That's always my thing. It's, it's a song about juice. Blame it on the juice. That's the song. Blame it on the juice. Yeah, that's a Lizzo song, right? I don't know. I don't listen to Lizzo like that. The women like Lizzo. The only song they I know tend to be a little bigger, and we we, we love it. I don't it. know. I think but, there's a lot yeah. of women. The only song I know about by Lizzo is uh, I took a DNA test and found out I'm that bitch. That that song. Okay, I, don't I know, know that song, one, but I know "Blame It on the Juice." I like Lizzo's music. I just wish Lizzo would, you know. So what I sent to you today was a video that Lizzo did. That's why Lizzo's on my brain. Yeah, Lizzo, somebody was talking about what she was wearing. Oh, God, it was some purple dress or something she was wearing. And then she's like, to all the people who, who are fat shaming and, and saying I shouldn't wear that dress. And she pulled her pants down on her live, had her ass cheeks out. And she slapped, she slapped her butt a bunch of times and said, kiss my ass. Uh, fuck. I like to kiss Lizzo's ass personally. It, it, it ain't got no bullet holes in it, no warts. She it's got nice. Some money. I don't, I, I, you know what it is? I think Lizzo's cute. I do too. I think she does too much. It's not that she's a big girl, it's that she's rude. Yeah, but we talked about her and that cut out the back of that cut out dress. And I mean, this is, I'm going a little off script here, but Jermaine Dupree, and I mean, this was a year or two ago, they asked him about women in rap, right? And he said, yo, they all sound the same. Cardi sounds like Meg, that sounds like this one, that sounds like that one, that sounds like Lizzo. Now, Lizzo isn't technically a rapper, but when you listen to her new song, Cardi's on it, what is the song called? Rumors. Rumors. And I think at the end of it, Lizzo says basically about the same thing, kiss my ass, that it's like, you know what we liked about Aretha? Aretha was sweet. Is Aretha R-E-S-P-E-C? She just wanted some respect. Mm-hmm. You know, we fuck with Patty LaBelle. We buy her pies. Patty's sweet. And this is the new age attitude that I'm even seeing it trickle down. Lizzo's rich. Lizzo can do and say what the fuck she can wear what the fuck she wants. Yo fat ass is applying for a job with the MTA. You better come in there in your goddamn uniform. But I'm seeing it trickle down. There was a time where Yes, my auntie might be fat. She's a sweet woman. Mm-hmm. You gonna be fat and me? 
You're going to be six. You're going to be fat and me. So what you're saying is people can't separate where Lizzo's at in her career, in her life. People don't separate doing. fame and saying that, they're you saying know, that, well, for, back to the Jermaine Dupree. My, my name is Lizzo and I work at McDonald's versus Lizzo that was Yes, the they can't separate. They think every time Meg the Stallion works, she makes money. Yep. You are a married woman with three kids. You might not want to be on the internet twerking. And, and stop, let me finish this. For the views, fuck the bro. kids and fuck the, the whatever. It's for the views. Obviously, that's how you make kids. You was in a bedroom twerking. For the likes. Here's what I want to say. You are a married woman with three kids online twerking and you work for the school. And your employer may have a problem with that. Meg the Stallion gets paid to twerk basically and the girl can wrap her ass off too I feel like the twerking is almost a distraction it's really the icing on the cake right but back to Jermaine Dupree and this is what I wanted to say that you know Cardi came out Cardi was a stripper and I feel like every girl since Cardi has tried to act like Cardi that it's like Cardi's a chick from the Bronx Lizzo's from Minnesota and Texas I believe you ain't that rude, sis. Relax. It ain't it, like I said. It ain't that she's big. I, I've, I've dated some bigger women. Mm-hmm. I've slept with some bigger women. Watch out for the big girls, big girls, big, big girls. It's that you're rude. So you thinking Lizzo's rude? Yeah, he that told you to kiss her ass. Now here's the difference, and and here's what I like. Here's the equality. That equality is both good and bad. Equality is me, you paying you the same thing as a man. Equality is also like, here's the level of like, what I just told you about women and how my mother, I have three sisters. Be nice to your sisters. At a certain age, they told me you can't hit your sisters. I don't care if they hit you. And then my father had to pull my sisters aside and say, okay, he's stronger than you. I don't care, but I need you to not antagonize him. Yes, he's stronger than you, but you can sit there and bother him to the point that he does hit you. Don't do that. And if I find out you did that, I'm not defending you, meaning I'm not whooping his ass for you because you went in his room and antagonized him to the point that he hit you. Anyway, what I wanted to say was people like to go, well, the men do it. The men tell you to kiss the ass. The men can back it up. Nobody feels sorry for 50 Cent getting shot. Well, you, you talk about equality. I want to bring up the fact that Steve Harvey had taken some pictures in his outfit, mm-hmm. uh, two different outfits, and equality is him getting mercifully, unmercifully roasted. I mean, the memes were crazy. They One had him as the Riddler with Batman. One had yeah, him as Super Mario Brothers. Shouts out to uh, Godfrey, the comedian Godfrey. So we can't get no juice with because this Godfrey, hey man, we out of juice, brother. Yeah, Blame right. it on Lizzo. Anyway, oh, um, yeah. So wait, wait, shouts wait, wait. out to Godfrey because Godfrey kind of started making fun of Steve Harvey, and he would always what your ass, and that was how he would imitate Steve. And now it's become memes, and everyone on Twitter is kind of making fun of Steve Harvey, but they doesn't realize they're using Godfrey's thing. Right. Yeah. Well, so shouts out to my, the comedian Godfrey. My, if y'all don't follow him, follow. Him. Very right, funny so my comment. point, my point was, Steve Harvey is getting made fun of and has yet to go 
on Instagram, pull down his pants, show people his ass, <laughs> and tell them, kiss my ass. Now you can you can drop someone off of that. Yeah, do your thing. So nah, that that's you. that's so yes, that's 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 my point. So just, you we're just laughing. But she's when getting we make fun of Lizzo. She's there has getting to yeah. be some sort of underlying. No, oh, you hate women. She, she's getting the same treatment that yes. Steve is. And if you want to connect, this goes further back to what we're talking about with the Chappelle special. If you look at Lizzo as maybe the trans and Steve Harvey as maybe, I guess, uh, crackheads. I don't know how that happened. I knocked the fan. You knocked the fan, and no, now there's no right. air. The chair is getting air. There you go. But um, it's the same. Star. It's the same thing. Where okay, it's cool when you're making fun of the crackheads, and as soon as you turn to the, oh, 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 it can't be you like must that. Must hate women. It can't be like that. Oh, and I do love that every Lizzo thread devolves to some woman taking, shaming. It, taking it too personal, coming into the comments. Oh. They'll go back ten years in the dude's pictures and go. Your aunt, fat, or whoever in this picture, fat, mm-hmm. you know, they'll find a picture of you at the family reunion eight years ago, and then you come into the comments and go, that lady is 82. She got nine kids and 25 grandkids. You're 24, ma'am, and Lizzo is 33. <laughs> I'm glad you think those are comparable. Yeah, I know. It, it, the problem is, and again, goes back to my, my theory about the Matrix, people are more interested in retweets and likes. Mm-hmm. Retweets and likes are currency to, to folks. They, they place value on being followed. Like, I remember running to some fans of this show, and, you know, he's like, I loved your comedy, and I saw you on Power, and I'm such a big fan. I had to get a picture. I took a picture, and he was like, great. Now, can you follow me? I'm going to follow you. Can you follow me back? And I'm looking at him like, okay, I don't want to big dog you, but I'm doing stuff. They don't ask these Instagram models that. No. Dude, I'm, I'm doing stuff on TV. I'm doing comedy. What? Not what to sound. What, what, what are you providing? Why I'm following you for? Well, I, I do music. He said, I do music. Oh, he does. Okay. So I went and looked at this page. It's, bro, I went and looked at this page. It's just pictures of him throwing up gang signs. The fuck <laughs> am I following that for? It's too late for me being a gang. Funny story, side note. I did try to join a gang many years ago because I couldn't fight. Yeah, tell this story. No, well, I, I was tired of getting jumped and beat up in junior high school. A lot of people look at me and say, you're 6'4". How could that be possible? I wasn't 6'4 in junior high school. As okay. I didn't get my growth spurt until my senior year in well, high I'm school. I'm still waiting on mine, so fuck It's coming. You. Keep drinking. Keep drinking a vermouth, so you're gonna get that two more inches. See why well, I can't be like the Lizzo for short me. So I, I I'm getting tired of getting robbed and, and, and beat up, whatever. So I go to what this kid who I'm cool with, I know he's in the gang. I say, listen, tired of getting beat up, tired of getting robbed, can I join your gang? He said, You wanna join? I said, Look, y'all keep me safe so people don't mess with me, I'm with it. <laughs> We, he seriously, I saw I joined the gang on the record. I love that you almost applied like it was a job. It what well, it is. I have to, you know, you can't just walk in. You gotta get a recommendation. It's like getting past one of these comedy clubs. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta know somebody. So he says, all right. So he takes me to where the gang has their meet up at behind the playground. We go in there and they're, you know, they're looking at me. What's he doing here? Because they know I ain't no thug. How old are you? I must have been twelve. Oh, 11 or 12. Funny. Yeah, that's about that age. So they're looking at me like they know I'm not gangster. Yo, what you bring him here for? What you bring his punk ass here for? What does he want? And my, my friend's like, look, he wants to join the gang. About three of them started laughing, and the guy was like, what do you want to join? What can you do? Can you fight? And I said, well, I can't really fight. But I said, maybe you need 
help with your homework. Maybe you need to get some answers for a test. I, I could, I could be the administrative part of the gang, basically. <laughs> and the, the look he gave me when I was like, I could do your homework. I can help you with tests. He was like, we don't need that shit in this operation, man. Fuck out of here. Like, they... They told me no. Basically, they told me no. They need people who can fight and rob. And I'm like, you need people who can give you test answers, too. Y'all niggas flunking out of class. So you felt like they didn't have the uh, clerical portion of they needed. Game they needed cover. somebody to help with test taking. Someone homework. to help with paperwork, right, insurance, so, claims yeah. that needed to be filed after getting jumped in. Yeah, so that's... And then how did that end? How did you... I didn't get anything. We, you know, my friend you helped me... You hung out that one day and it felt so embarrassing that you would just... Yeah, like, no, they, it was embarrassing because they laughed when they were like, you want to join? And like, yeah. to their credit, they didn't beat me up on the spot. But only because I was friends with the kid who was a member of the gang. So he looked out for me. And you're still six. You're a big guy. You don't yeah. have to be six four. No. You know, it's all a scale depending on the grade you're in. Right. So, I mean, it didn't work out for me then. But that's My that story. My hands are probably as big as yours. I thought I was going to keep growing. And that shit is hilarious. Yeah. You, God damn. Yeah. Itch. Our hands a little are bit. the same size. No, no, no. I had a little bit on the bottom. Look at, look at the palm. All right. Start from the palm. Ah, yeah. You got a little bit. Just but a little bit. But not a lot. Phil got some thick hands. Don't let him slap you. I'm a palm of basketball. So I was like, yo, I remember going to the doctor around 12 and kind of telling him, like, so I'm going to be a hooper, right? You know, I'm going to get this growth spurt and then waiting and waiting and waiting. And that shit just never came. It'll come. Man. You're gonna, listen, keep drinking milk, saying your prayers, eating your vitamins. <laughs> it worked for Hulk Hogan. But see, if, if being a man worked like being a woman, I could be or a woman. Look at me. I like women, women, women. I'm delivered. <laughs> so, wait, before we forget, I also wanted to talk Google about this. Andre Caldwell, if y'all don't know what I did. Yeah, yeah, that guy. He's Andre he, Caldwell, and I'm delivered. I, Andre, Google it, but Andre Caldwell is the guy who went famous for a meme that he was like, he was in a church, he, he was living as a gay man, he went there, and they touched him. No homo, they touched him, no pause. He, asked, he said he, he was said, healed, and he was delivered. Now, you're, you're, you're skipping the best part. I am healed. I don't want to wear, wear heels no more. I don't want to walk around with. I don't want to walk around with a person no more. I don't want to kiss no men's no more. I like women. I like women. Women. women, women. women. I just call where one of the unsung, just like <laughs> black characters. Uh, he, I mean, yeah, it just it feels like he should have came from a movie or something. Well, he's still, you know, it was just this random internet clip was, that none of us had any context for. Well, it was on the internet. Somebody took the, the feed and put it on the internet. Was, somebody took the feed. And, and that's the thing about the internet that, you know, everyone, if we call Chris Tucker Smokey, everyone gets the context of. Friday, yeah. Friday, in which he played the character of. But nowadays, we just get these random internet clips that we all have to look at and just go but what is the context of this even that's the internet for you yeah it's, it's hilarious that yeah there are these things that we all know and acknowledge uh did you see the girl what is her name i think her name is don't call me white girl is her handle on twitter you're talking about are you talking about bad baby i don't know what her bad. no i'm never talking about bad baby uh, don't call me white girls her handle. Anyway, she had that video that went viral of uh, her describing the dude, and she was, you know, basically describing the dude pounding her out and and, and how she was in love with him. And she said, uh, "What did he say? Why are you talking about why I'm being weird? Why are you being weird to me?" <laughs> that described like how a woman falls in love with a dude after 
sleeping with him or whatever. She's saying, you know, I'm in your bushes. Oh, she's she's spent. Okay, this you, girl. You talking about, you know, why I'm being weird. Why are you being weird to me? <laughs> and, you know, when you was pounding in front of back, you you said we was going to get married. And <laughs> it's, it's a really funny video. Yeah, none of this stuff that you look at probably is going to be that one, but it went viral. But I'm just saying of like, if you didn't go on the internet for a week and then came back, you saw a bunch of people just being like, why are you being weird to me that you don't, you've missed the joke? Yeah. And that's black Twitter in particular, where All it's like time. two things happen. You know, one day that you're off the internet, you come back, you're left out. Whereas, you know, obviously if, if it was 1996 or 95 and you went into a store or whatever and somebody said, you got knocked the fuck out. You went, whoa, I know what keeps saying that. Yeah. Wilder but, um, probably said that. Yeah. <laughs> somebody probably said that to Wilder the other yeah. night. Anyway. He got beat up, man. His eyes were swollen. Anyway. So. But to, just moving on, I wanted to get a hot take because we are kind of short on time and I want to get to this and then we got to do like the Betty White and stuff. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you your thoughts on Kyrie. If you don't know this week, Kyrie, the Nets, uh, because the NBA has come down with the mandate that every player must be vaccinated, uh, Kyrie Irving has decided he's not going to uh, take part in the NBA season. The, the statement released from the Nets was very specific in what it said and what it didn't say. What they did say was, we are going to keep him from games and practice until he is eligible to play in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Without saying they're going to criticize him for not wanting to take the vaccine. If you don't know, Kyrie Irving has no interest in taking the vaccine. Some people have said it's because he believes he's being contrary. It's just not. Other people said he don't want to put it in his body. He don't know, understand what it is. and He's well within his rights. And I'm just curious your thoughts. He's walking away from the money, and he said it's not about the money. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the money. I'm not interested in taking something. So, okay, in my body. split for me, right? Everyone that knows me knows I'm, I'm, I'm a real Hoops fan. Like, I'm going to the Knicks preseason game tonight, watching the Wizards Knicks. Anyway, as a Hoops fan and as a man who understands how great of a talent Kyrie Irving is, number one pick, only played 11 games at Duke. Mm-hmm was shaking and baking everybody in Cleveland before LeBron came back. Held that down, hit the shot for Cleveland to win the championship against the best team of all time. Record-wise, not my opinion. To beat them in the finals. Defended love Kyrie this whole way at Mm -hmm. every turn. As a Hoops fan, understanding that he brought Kevin Durant to Brooklyn, then he was a huge part of getting James Harden to basically force a trade to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And as someone who wanted to watch that play out, I'm torn because you go cool, but now he's just not playing. And what's so weird and fucked up about it is, in any other state, he would be allowed to play. Yeah. Because Bradley Bill don't got it, but he plays in D.C. And they don't have a mandate. And they don't have a mandate. And a visiting player cannot be, but employees in New York City must be. So, you know, de Blasio and his bullshit. And, I mean, we live here, so we know it's it's, it's the new Jim Crow, basically. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, yes, that's that side of me. As a black man, I'm like, 
do your thing. Fuck that. They wasn't gonna like you no way, and they haven't liked him. He's you know said flat earth. Uh, yep. He paid the WNBA players' salary if they sat out last year. Yeah, I remember so that. So now mm-hmm. if they sat out due to COVID and being afraid of it in the bubble, he paid their salaries. I think it was like two million he paid, he could, which is he nothing of his salary, but it yeah. means something. So it'd be nice to at least see those women. If not, if they can't donate the money back, mm-hmm. they can at least say, "Hey, like, cut cut our guy some slack. He's not crazy. He's not whatever or none of that shit." And going back to Chappelle, in particular, when you start turning down money, I think there is a tendency, a lot with white people, but especially with black people, to say that nigga crazy because his. You know, he's making 26, I think, 30 million a yeah, year. Um, so I think they said the game checks break down to about 400,000. And let me just say this mm-hmm. this is the privilege of a single man. Because mm-hmm. if he was married, like LeBron was talking that With shit. Kids, yeah. LeBron was talking about not getting vaccinated. But I know Savannah James, his wife, and Mama James sat him down and said, buddy. You make forty one point eighteen million a year, <laughs> nigga. I will vaccinate you myself in your sleep if you don't go get that money. You ain't coming home to no black woman talking about. Yeah. Again, I support his right to. Captain I don't single too, ain't he? Uh, yeah, the yeah. black woman. Well, now nah, he with old girl, but the shit. I'm surprised she didn't tell him, boy. You better stand I, your ass up. I just don't think. I mean, if his choice is not to get vaccinated, it's his business. I don't. I I stand. I think his choice. I don't think anybody should be forced to I'm do it. I'm torn. His, he. I want to see him play, but at the same I time, love dude is such a talent. Probably you, the best handle is. in the NBA is him, Jamal Crawford. But you know, there's a few of them. Listen, Iverson. We all we don't know what's going to happen, but all I know is that time changes people. Time softens hearts. Maybe he'll soften his stance. But a maybe wife he'll, maybe not. Told you, nigga, yeah. you going to soften or yeah. Hilarious. I'm going to soften that dick. Kyrie, good luck to you, man. I hope it works out for you. But listen, we're a little pressed for time, so we're going to move on to Betty White advice time. We'll see you in segment two. It's Avery Mason, Avery Mason official on Instagram, the Avery Mason on Twitter. And Phil, where can they send all hate mail and all comments? I am Phil Hunt. Pull up and tell me why you support walking out of Netflix now, but you ain't support Monique. Tell us, talk, tell them about why you. And to be uh, fair, I ain't supporting neither. Why this you support? Nine ninety nine a month, and I get ten million movies. I actually do the. But I don't support walking out on Netflix. Not hell either. I do about fifteen dollars. Yeah, I have a four K plan. I want the best. Oh, you on the HD I like plan. it. I like that. I got four K TV. Myself, my TV got still got a VCR, and yes, it's a flat screen. This motherfucker gonna look back at my TV. This is Samsung. What are you talking about? I'm not joking. Jesus Christ. This is wrong with y'all. We've been drinking. I'm a comedian who's joking. You lost. You got me. I was like, video VCR. I must have been drunk. Your uncle will find like a VCR with a Bluetooth connector. And make it work. That you like, where the fuck you get that at? A VCR with a Bluetooth connection. All right. So uh, hit him up with all the hate mail and comments. Make sure to like, share, subscribe. Email as well, you know. Support your boy. We'll be right back for segment two, but I don't know, though. We don't know, though. Fucking crazy. That is the world that we live in, but it's not going to be like this forever, Phil. I promise you, we're going to get our tour, and we're going to get around. We were just talking about our amount of listeners. So listen, if you listen to the show, and you're one of the 15 people that we saw like the last episode... 
actually um rate review and uh yeah subscribe to the podcast so we can see the love you know we were just discussing in in between these segments how you know bernie mac was kind of on his deathbed when the love started to roll in y'all just started to love him you know five years ten years prior to him passing patrice o'neill passing kind of right at right as at his apex as elephant in the room came out that it's like he been a genius so it just be feeling like the black geniuses sometimes y'all don't love us till we damn near gone people hated him okay he was a communist before he died but you you knew that right and some black people even viewed him as a troublemaker mm-hmm. he's making trouble this segregation is all right you know why we gotta integrate and all these different things so just you know Maybe I went too deep there, but the, like the podcast. No, I get we all rate, I get what you're review saying. it. Leave us a review, even if you think we suck. That's still a review. Yeah, it's still a, it's a hot take. Be like they fucking trash, but I listen every fucking week. I do to tell them they're trash. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. <laughs> Hate is good. Um, so we're gonna get right into it. We got about uh, damn. What are the time? Like Fifteen minutes. All right. So we're gonna do like maybe one. Uh, one a question or so, and then we'll hit right into Betty White. All right, let's do it. All right, so the first advice question is, this is a lifestyle question, I call it. It's a little less uh, what we normally do, but I got, how can I stop zoning out whenever I'm not interested in what people are telling me? <laughs> you know, you, yeah, go ahead. It's like white noise. I get that. I've been there. Um, it's been brought to my attention that I may not be the best listener I zone out a lot when people talk to me about topics I don't find immediately interesting. It's a really subconscious thing. Then if they ask me a question about it, I'm dumbfounded because I don't know what they were talking about. How can I become a better listener? What do you, what do you think, Phil? Uh, I'll say, t- in, I think in order to become a better listener, you really have to, I say look at someone's mouth when they're talking. It might help. I'm not 100% sure, but I have this same problem. Sometimes people start talking and then it's like, huh? What? Oh yeah, what did you say? <laughs> My bad. You you started talking and I I'm sorry it's noisy or whatever. I use that excuse. You know what? You're not going to become a better listener. Become a better person who gives really good excuses that are believable. If you can work on your excuse game, no one will ever you know question that you're not listening. Just figure out. You're not listening. So, oh, it's my bad. It's really loud in here. I can't I hear you. I dated some women who do that. Yeah. Hey, why? Well, why are you not listening? What happened? No, oh, no, my bad. No, I was. They dist- go. What did I just say? Because they catch me doing the uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that you know, Chris Rock said it on his special years ago. That bitch crazy. I told you that bitch crazy. <laughs> of like, I, I can't. I do find myself doing that. And what I'm gonna go ahead and diagnose him with as a man who's not a therapist is. What we call main character syndrome. Mm. Have you heard of this? Sounds deep. Can you? Well, we feel like we the main character. Mm. So anything that does not involve the main character, you want a show, you want power. Yeah. Anything that does not involve ghosts doesn't matter. Fuck these side stories. Who is Dre? And you work for Dre, <laughs> nigga. Who are you even? Uh, follow me back on my Instagram. I'm throwing up gang signs, nigga. Hilarious. You need to follow me. It's a nice callback. I like yeah, that. call back to the earlier portion of the podcast. Anyway, main I, character syndrome is what a lot of us suffer from, but don't like to admit to. I'm better than you. I at least can admit I have a problem, as they say. 
the first step to recovery is admitting you have a problem. I do blank I out. Mean, I do blank out. Of long stories, but to be fair, some people don't know how to tell a goddamn story. They get sure as hell don't get to the point. Set and up the main characters. Set ABC. up punchline. That's what it. What is the problem? Set up and how does that pertain line. to me or you necessarily? A lot of people don't know about setup. And then and you also and here's one thing I started it. asking people after they tell me a long-winded ass story. Hey man. You want me to tell you what you want to hear? No, this is your and favorite especially line. Especially when talking to women. One of your favorite you, lines. Babe, would you like to tell me what you want me to tell you or what you need to hear? That's one of, those are two different things. Put it on a t-shirt, Phil. So, well, you know, what you want to hear? Oh, I don't tell what did Chris Rock say? I don't told you that bit crazy. Of like, you know, seriously, how's everyone the bad guy in the story for you? But yeah, main character syndrome definitely I see here. Do another one because this is an advice podcast more so than it is the Betty White podcast. You feel me? Yeah, we'll I got more of the advice, and then we'll get into Betty White. And maybe we'll just do two of those. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. Uh, We're we... negotiating on the fly. Avery Mason has a son. Yeah, I got to go pick up. For uh, those of you who, who don't know, shout out to, to all the parents with, with me, kids. I'm kidless. So I'm that nigga that will be out here on a $30 million salary, as Kyrie is, and be like, I ain't getting that shot. But old Avery here, wife's going to sit him down and go, look at your son. You want to do that to your son? You want your son to be $30 million short? Hilarious. <laughs> Woo, All right, so single nigga this let's, let's get to the next question here. Um... <clears throat> this one is a little more, you know, mm-hmm. what we normally do. What we normally do here. Was I wrong to ask all the women in my family to leave my wedding after they showed up wearing white dresses? Mm-hmm. I said, was I wrong to ask? I heard you, but go oh, continue. I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to keep up. I, I'm 33 and have a large family, mostly aunts and female cousins, aside from mom, stepmom, sister, and grandmother. All those women I mentioned above are into teasing and joking. They formed a unit, which I admit is kind of toxic. And they tease and roast every new woman that enters the family by marriage by setting up tests to see if they deserve to be a part of the family. Or roast their looks and styles to the point of breaking confidence and self-esteem down. Then, after a few months of teasing, they'd announce that they finally welcomed them into the family. The newest member would join in on the teasing, too, which is crazy, as my dad says. When I first introduced my then-girlfriend, now wife, I made it clear that I didn't want any of the women in the unit to come at her or harass her, not even with a single word. Uh, They went behind my back and roasted her looks and job, and I discovered they've been doing it on Facebook. My wedding was two weeks ago. There was talk about the women in the family wanted to pull a prank on my wife by wearing white and called it the ultimate test to see how my wife would react. My brother warned me, so I announced that if any of them showed up in white, I'd have them kicked out, including mom. They said this wasn't true and they'd never do such a thing, but they showed up to my wedding one by one wearing white dresses and each and every one of them was told to leave after they tried giving excuses by either making scenes or getting Mm. the men involved. My wife was hurt beyond measure, but the women in the family were pissed. My cousin blasted me on social media later saying I excluded all the women from the wedding because my wife was so insecure she couldn't handle another woman's presence at her wedding. I had an argument with 
them and mom berated me saying it was supposed to be a prank, but I said they were taking it too far. Mom said I took it too far by kicking them out because they were trying to get reaction from my wife to see if she was one of those bridezillas and were going to change as soon as my prank was over. But I ruined my own and entire wedding by reacting so aggressively. I stopped talking after she said I had to bring my wife and apologize. Wow. I haven't seen a lot of them in two weeks and they've excluded me for everything. Was 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 I wrong for how this was handled? Wow. Um, I'm going to say no. You got to stand by your wife, man. You married her. You yeah, didn't marry your family. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so it's like... <clears throat> So this breaks down to that question you see on the internet a lot, and I'll, I'll direct this back at you, and I'll let you speak first as a married man. A lot of times on the internet you see, and I mean, these are completely inappropriate uh, examples because it goes into a man having, you know, been deployed to Iraq for nine months. This is hypothetical. Comes back. His wife, his baby's mother, and his mother are at the airport waiting on him mm-hmm. to welcome him back. Safely, who hugs him first? Uh, his mother. His mother. She had him. That's your answer. Maybe I'm pretty sure. Well, if he's married, it's sure. maybe if it's just his mother there, the mother was the wife. I is think him. in the Bible, the Bible says your wife come before your mother. That's true. But it tells you you don't disrespect your mother as well. And that, to be fair, if the woman was doing her due diligence. She knows you don't disrespect your mother, and she'll really see it as an honor that you're yeah. willing to move your mother to the side for her. Right. You know, your mother suffered nine months, all that shit. My mother tells me every chance she fucking gets, it was me, motherfucker. Remember one time, I agreed with my father on a movie to pick because it was like a two for three. And my mother said, he wanted you aborted. And I'm standing there at like 11 going, huh? And she like, yeah, he, he drove me to the abortion clinic. I just didn't go in. And now I'm just sitting there in the middle of an aisle holding a movie like, word. Anyway, I said all that to say. So you say the mother comes first. Uh, no, well, comes I didn't, first. well, if the wife and the, the mother's there, uh, yeah, the wife comes first. I didn't realize. So I said that to say this is one of those kinds of questions. And I'm going to say this. And this is black Twitter shit that. Black Twitter, there was a woman on Black Twitter who, like, I don't know, a woman wore a certain thing, and then men started kind of commenting, you know, scantily clad or whatever. Men started commenting, damn, look at that ass. Whereas the women's comments were kind of more like, beautiful, blah, 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 look at the dress. Men were saying what they saw, women were saying what they saw. Anyway, the woman responded with, wouldn't Twitter be a better place without men? So, now mockingly, I retweet things as day three on women's only Twitter. And I said that to say, in this particular story, the women are meaner to this woman who's coming into their family than the men are. Yeah, I really don't think the wedding is a place for you to be pulling pranks or... The men may make a joke or two. They're making it about themselves. It's her fucking wedding day. And they're staging some kind of like weird protest of solidarity of don't we hate this bitch even though she's coming into our family? Yeah. Let's see if she can take a joke. But I, I, if you want to do it, do it at a barbecue. Not at the wedding. Spend a lot of money to, to do these yeah, things. No, stand by your wife. I, I mean that to say our family is somebody said, you know, blood is not our choice. Meaning you're related to somebody you're related to. 
whether or not yeah, being family is a choice. Of stand life. with your woman. Do not yeah. let your mothers, your aunts, you do this weird testing. Wife, and that's the beautiful it, part about it. If they're you didn't not, get to choose these hating ass bitches. If they're not cool with it, that's fine. They don't have to be, but they got to realize that. Well, I think what they're doing is kind of it's effed your up. your choice to make. It's not their choice. Why does someone have to... So just respect my choice. And I mean, as men, we may flat out state, hey, that guy's a drug dealer, that guy's a this or a that, but I respect your decision and it's your day, sis. I, I don't understand. And we coming to that wedding and we're not... We're yeah. not all wearing, I don't know, our pants sagging in solidarity against your husband. I just, we just going to come to the wedding. And, and, and when shit goes left, yeah. we're going to say, I told you so. I just don't think people should have to pledge to join someone. What was the issue with the wife? I'm sorry. There was no, there was no issue. There was no issue. Was, I have main character. No, 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 no. Syndrome, the, the, so the, I yeah, was I, blanking out. I realized you stopped listening. Well, that is Tito's. He started telling the story. This <laughs> like, Tito's will drive you left too. I, I told so, him. I asked the question. You started telling the story about your mother. I was like, he was listening. No, but I was listening. But, but I hear a lot of times the first and the last thing yeah, going back to the, Chappelle. The, the, the wife. Y'all may remember the sketch Chappelle did on the Chappelle show. Remember yeah, where the guy was selling. Him you don't forget what the question was. Go ahead. Hold on, no, I'm not. Yeah. I, I keep my place very well. Right. Remember when Chappelle was, the guy was pitching him a movie, and Chappelle was showing what he thought when your stupid yeah. ass sits down at the table, <laughs> and he had the sheet bottom with, yeah. the, with the Timberlands on the sheet. Yeah, yeah. And that was what he was dreaming about while your stupid ass was pitching him a movie. He's got more than enough ideas from professionals yeah. in his field than to hear your stupid ass idea. But if you feel like pitching a movie about a man who's half sheep and half black up top, then so be it. Anyway, so what was the actual issue with the wife? There was none. They were they were roasting. They just didn't like. They were they were pledging so they her. Were they were they were yeah. They were hazing. Men are roast your ass, but they in, yeah. in your face. Yeah, they were hazing her to to try to see if she could handle Y'all it. Say in the family. Man, Phil, you short lady out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So the the point of what we're trying to say is, if you got to stand with your woman. If that's what they want to do and they think that's fun for them, exclude yourself from it and they'll, they'll come around eventually. That's all I got to say. Because that's your mom and that's your family. But at the end of the day, you're not marrying your mom or your family. You are marrying this lady. And if she's not happy, y'all only spent 20, 25 grand and they pull a stunt like this, you ask them to leave, they in their feelings, well, so be it. As my mother would always say, it's a feeling. You will get over it. All right, now, in the interest of time, I am going to move on to Betty White because Phil does not care that I have to pick up my side. Phil's I like, really <laughs> care, bro. Phil's like, nah, I'm going to tell but this But it's an advice story. podcast, so the main part of this is our advice. Betty White is just something we like to do for fun. It is for fun. Or maybe maybe we make the catch-up half an hour and we make this part an hour. What if we did not see? See? <laughs> you can come on days where you don't have to pick your little man. What is that? That's, That's every boy. day. That's is I got every day? That is every day. This nigga's an actor. Dad. We got, Not for Kevin being an active dad. We got, Where the father's at in here? Some of you niggas got, don't take care of your kids. And some of you niggas in here with niggas that don't take, so you can't clap. I got uh, we I got him into an after school program uh, Monday through Thursday. So That's awesome, man. Don't got to pick him up until 5.30 Monday through Thursday. But today... Now, everybody who was in after school activities is like, That's what my parents was doing. They was just keeping me an extra two hours after school. All right, Phil, so on to Betty White. Tell me this, uh, the rules for Betty White, for those who might just be joining us. We just guessed the race of who committed the crime. Uh, If we think they're white or of the Caucasian persuasion, we will say Betty White. 
If we think they're black, I usually will go with, couldn't have been us. Couldn't have been no nipples. And if we think they're other, we'll go other and we'll try to guess that other. Let's go. Right. Um, 5G does not want me to be great because I just had the story I wanted to read to you up. And the Chrome just crashed on me. So. Oh, good. Oh, not good. Um, come on. What is. Man, maybe they were right about 5G all along. Man, that 5G virus. Y'all know about it. Y'all know what it is. They, Fauci still ain't huh. developed nothing for that one. That 5G virus is crucial. That 5G virus is tearing us apart, man. Okay, here we go. Virus. I'm stalling. I did a good job. You did. I got a good one. I got a good one. Here we go. First uh, crime here. A man stages bank robbery to get medical treatment in jail. Man walked into a bank with a torn knife and politely asked for the police to be called, hoping he would be sent to prison. The 40-year-old man staged a heist at a bank last month, but told police that he only wanted to receive medical treatment for his sore back while serving time in jail. After making his demand to have police called, the suspect simply waited until they arrived four minutes later. Bank employees told police that the man used polite speech and actions while staging the robbery. Black, white, or other. Phil. <laughs> We're going to go with Betty White. Uh, you are wrong. It's a South Korean man. Oh, South Korean man. Squid, I don't have a picture of him, but... Squid Game got him acting up. That was a Korean show. Yeah, no, that's... I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> don't talk. Don't call Kim Jong-un on me. I don't want to see North Korea. We joke about them South Koreans, but them, them North Koreans, they bout it, bout it. God damn it. They're getting you No, they, they, uh... They, they, um, Kim Jong faked his own death recently, so hey. That's weird. He, they also said that he tells people that he... Uh, he learned to walk at eight weeks. I'm just like, how? Because that's what the fuck I told you. You gonna print anything less, I'll break your fucking knuckles. Or I'm about to put, put a rod up your butt. Um, man arrested <laughs> after firing gun to impress his girlfriend. The outstanding work by our anti-crime team continues in the right place at the right time. Officers interrupted gunfire and, safe, and safely made the arrest. Oh, wait, that was the Instagram post. Sorry. Anyway, a man was busted by cops after firing bullets into the air to impress his girlfriend. Mm. This man, this 38-year-old man, was filming himself on a live stream. Mm. You already know. With his gal pal when he fired off a twenty-two, little small caliber mm. bullet. As cops heard the gunfire and approached the gunman, he darted across the street where he was chased down and apprehended. Uh, Mossberg rifle was discovered stashed in his duffel bag by cops. Fighting crime and keeping people safe never, fighting crime and keeping people safe never stops, even in America's safest big city. Uh, the officers were in the right place at the right time. The man is being charged with three counts of criminal possession of a weapon, criminal possession of a firearm, reckless endangerment, and unlawful possession of an ammunition feeding device. What do you think? I'm gonna go with I left out some white, definitely. I left out information because if I told you where it happened and you'd be like, yeah, you know exactly white folks, it's Idaho. No, you're wrong. Okay. Uh I'll give you the whole headline and see if you change it. Man arrested after firing gun in the Bronx to impress girlfriend. 
Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to leave that out because you if I already said, know who that is. Well, who that? Who is it? That's some Hispanics, definitely. That's there you a go. Dominican, Puerto, right. Puerto Rican. You're right. His name is Raul Augusto. Raul Augusto, Phil. You were right about. Well, you didn't get the question, but you got the second part when I gave you the hint. That was right. We'll do one more, and then I got a dip. Mm-hmm. Um. Got a good good one for you. Maybe we should do more advice questions on less Betty White. I could do maybe you want to try it? Just just try it on the next episode. We'll do the longer part, we'll do the advice, we'll do a handful of Betty White. So maybe we'll put the Betty Whites in the first segment and spend the next segment doing advice. What do you think? That works? Yeah, maybe. You can try it. You can try it. Uh okay. Yeah, this is 5G is moving slow. Oh, don't even have 5G, Phil. It's on 4G. All right, this one is a little... Okay, man nearly severs his own finger while stabbing victim in back repeatedly. Shocking video shows a man lunging at another guy with a knife during a fight, stabbing him repeatedly in the back and nearly severing his own finger. The suspect and the 35-year-old man were arguing... In front of a barn grill. Video released by cops shows him approach the man and begin thrusting a knife just outside the camera's view. He knifed the victim several times in the back and left arm, partially severing a finger on his own hands in the process. The attacker then ran off heading south on Broadway and the wounded man was taken to St. Barnabas Hospital in stable condition. I think that might have been a clue. Uh, police are still looking for the suspect who described as being a bearded man in his mid to late 20s with two tattoos on his right arm. It wasn't clear what prompted the dispute or if the victim and his attacker knew each other. What say you? I accidentally gave a clue. I think that's us. I think that's definitely some of us. What was the clue? Alright, so this happened in the Bronx. Um, See, yeah, that's uh, so they probably say nigger rather than the Dominican or black. Yeah, no, the guy who did it was Spanish. They didn't give his name, but I'm looking at the video here. It's a Spanish guy stabbing a black guy. So you are you weren't too far off. You were pretty close. Now, Phil, uh, I'm, I apologize. I know this is a shorter thing because you know, I got to hit yeah, the train to go. But I'll give you the last word on the podcast. What's some advice that you can give people about this situation with Lizzo? How not to fall apart. Oh, is she falling apart? Yeah, folks, if she's I falling think this apart. is part of her marketing plan. She might get people fired up. So you need to tell me every time she has a new album coming out, we're going to have to see her butt. Talk about her. And we're going to have to see her ass on Instagram every time she got a new album coming out. Yeah, that's her marketing. She twerks or she comes somewhere naked. You get fired up. You don't like it and you post about it. You're talking about her. Hilarious. It's about like Lil Nas X's marketing. And mm-hmm. it's like it's never about the music, is it? Folks, now I, the difference is I feel like Lizzo's talented. I don't feel like Lil Nas is that talented. Hmm. With the exception of Old Town Road, it's like, eh, most of this shit is pretty bad. Folks, just remember, everyone is trolling. So yeah, people just, yeah, everyone's trolling. Everyone. Alright, so, I, I have enjoyed this. I am sorry. It is not normal. I promise you maybe the next time we'll do something, I'll make sure that we have time. Maybe we'll do like an extended episode. We were doing two hour episodes in the beginning and then we cut it down to like an hour and a half. So, um, 
We're going to try some different things and get the right flow going. But stay tuned. There's a lot of good things coming up. Phil, you have any shows coming up uh, end of this week or into next week that you could uh, want to shout out? Uh, next week. Next week, what do I have? Uh, I'm somewhere with Eugene Chang on the Upper West Side or the Upper East Side of Manhattan. That is. Let me look at the date here. I can pull up the date here. Give me a second here. Dates are... Okay, here, let's see here. So, yeah. 1017, so this weekend, which I think you're putting this out next weekend, so mm-hmm. or next week, so Hall of Nights, 1019 Eugene Chang, I'm with him, Round Trip Comedy, we got something coming up on the 21st. Follow me on social media and you'll see where I'm at. All right. I'm at the pair on the 24th of uh, October, the pair on 29th, Grizzly Pair here in the city, so... Yeah, okay. follow me and I'll keep you up. Where can they or follow ask you? me at I am Phil Hunt on all social media. All right. And I'm always at LOL Comedy Club, but I do other shows around the city. Please make sure to follow me. Uh, the Avery Mason on Twitter, Avery Mason Official on Instagram. It's been real. We'll see you next week. You know, But I don't know, though. Uh, yeah, we out. Got to go. Love you all. Bye-bye.